So you live alone? Yes. You come pretty. I like it gorgeous. God, if your life had a face, I would punch it. Yeah. Wait, what? Let me ask you something. Why would always you make the point of saying someone's not a genius? You think I'm especially not a genius? Veronica, why are you pulling my dick? Suck my fat one, you cheap dime store wood. Welcome once again to the greatest moments in the history of forever. My name is Zach. And I'm Matt. And we're here to take you on a journey, a spiritual journey, (laughs) through all of our favorites in the world of pop culture. This is episode two, Under the Skin. So I wrote a long intro for this, uh, a couple of paragraphs, but I have decided to not read it. Oh. Uh, And instead, I think I'm just going to start off with why... Box office numbers. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to read the box office numbers for this week. <laughs> <laughs> Hunger Games Mockingjay, just killing it. <laughs> All right. I think, uh, like we did in episode one, we talked about why we picked uh, D2, the Mighty Ducks. And I think the perfect, Still unclear. <laughs> the perfect introduction for Under the Skin is to read why I wrote or what I wrote for why we picked this one and I said (laughs) (laughs) boy (laughs) well I mean basically under the skin is like a perfect early choice for us because it It really encapsulates (laughs) yeah both ends of the spectrum it it, it's really like a, a great example of both the highbrow art film <laughs> that most of the humanoids hate because it's, you know, it makes them think and <laughs> it doesn't just hand them everything and Iron Man's not in it. But then it also, you know, has Although Black Widow is. a great, <laughs> good point. It has a great uh, nude scene that Mr. Skin ranked <laughs> as the number one nude scene of all time. Rightfully so. <laughs> so there's that too. Um, all right. Directed by uh, Jonathan Glazer, uh, came out in 2013. It's like a science fiction horror art film. The poster behind you says in theaters April 2014. Right, but they finished it, and it was had some screenings in 13. All right, Don't ever correct me <laughs> again. The poster that you bought corrected you. All right. <clears throat> so I mean, <laughs> there's not a lot of dialogue in Under the Skin. Um, no, I can't imagine there was much of a script, right? Yeah, I mean, maybe with a little bit of just, like, Loose directions yeah. and whatnot. Um, Scarlett Johansson, basically... Oh, how do you... Let's talk about that. I, <laughs> I've, I'm i f- trying to force myself to say Johansson oh, after yeah. years of saying Johansson. Well, I'm not really clear, though, on what the correct pronunciation is. They don't call her Scar-Yo. That's true. <laughs> it's Scar Joe. Yeah, but I mean, letters are letters. Letters are letters. That is true. <laughs> That's a great point. Um, so she's an alien, I guess. And she lures men 
uh, with her charms. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then other attributes. <laughs> then they fall into a pit of blackness and stay suspended in some kind of liquid until they yeah. disintegrate. Which I took to be like symbolism. Yeah. Well, you didn't take it as that because <laughs> yeah. you were confused the whole time. I st- yeah, I still don't. Um, you might want to stay within range of the mic <laughs> instead of constantly leaning back. Well, yeah, but I have to lean back when I laugh because it's so loud. <laughs> so, um, what can we say about this one? Well, <laughs> there's quite a bit. I mean, I think the first point is... You know, Scarlett Johansson driving around in a van, picking up random dudes, and it's, you know, candid. <laughs> yeah, uh, a lot of the male performers in this film uh, were were not actors and were not aware that they were in a film until they had already interacted with Scarlett Johansson, her character at least. Um, obviously, you know, as a lot of those dudes end up being nude and falling into water <laughs> yeah. like they at that point i would hope they were aware <laughs> but you know uh so i i mean i get that they're in uh scotland and uh maybe scarjo's fame doesn't really <laughs> people i mean i mean she has a black wig on but i mean yeah. i i, yeah. I, I would have known immediately who she was although i believe there was talk about her wearing like prosthetics trying to make her look different but they didn't do it yeah i mean i guess like there's like the out of context face uh, yeah theory which would be like if say we were walking around down here on the south side <laughs> and some van with a girl pulled up and she started talking to us i mean and it looked like scarlett johansson i don't think our first reaction would be that that is scarlett johansson so <laughs> Wait, maybe is it Answer us this. Is it Johansson or Johansson? <laughs> so I guess like there's, I, I don't know. It just, it seems strange yeah. to me that if they, she pulled up and was one of the many pizza delivery people we have. Um, yeah, I mean this, this film is like, it's a work of art really. I mean, it's <laughs> just throwing that out there. Yeah, I mean the definitely experimental. It's heavy in mood and atmosphere. The music is full of dread. <laughs> yeah. And like anticipation Harling. for something that you're not sure of what's going to happen. Yeah. Um one and scene even in, when it does happen you're still not sure what happens. One happened. scene in particular that really stays with you is the scene on the beach where uh she has her sights set on this guy that's wearing like a wetsuit and he's kind of just camping out on the beach but there's a young couple with a small child uh who (laughs) the wife of that couple is trying to get a dog out of the rough water probably the biggest action sequence in the movie (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i mean the woman drowns trying to save the dog the man ends up drowning trying to save the woman first is rescued by the uh dude that scarlett johansson is targeting well right and then immediately runs back out into the water so eventually she you know takes the man she clubs him on the head with a rock and and drags him away and the baby of the couple is just left there on the beach crying as it uh, will 
we'll see it like a couple more times and like uh you know it's getting dark and the baby's just there yeah, alone on the beach scene. crying yeah. and it's just like it's such a weird like kind of horrifying scene but like to sort of explain that they're not interested in babies yeah and also like the complete lack of human compassion right. yeah um which you know is challenged later in the film but uh well, i guess like if you're watching this for the first time and you don't know the backstory that it's like based on a book like at what point do you realize that they're like aliens right a- away i mean no um possibly not until the very end of the film yeah. uh and the idea of aliens is i guess you know subjective to yeah, your own mind because it's, it's like yeah. there's no evidence that they even come from outer, outer space i mean it, yeah that could be like a monster yeah it could be something from another dimension or the center of the earth or whatever yeah that's, that's never really established there's not really much backstory to anything we're just kind of we pick this up yeah. you know in the middle uh as one uh version of this woman is being replaced by another yeah which is unclear as to what was what exactly went on there but yeah um so let's uh let's talk about this nude scene or, <laughs> or the couple of different nude scenes um and, and it, it's an interesting choice for uh one of the most well-known and desired <laughs> yeah. actresses to just appear nude in like a small indie weird film that not a lot of people are going to see yeah super nude as well not just like yeah full frontal um yeah i mean a little bit the lighting's a little dim there but you know still yeah (laughs) it's something (laughs) um yeah and it's like you know spread throughout the film because the first time you see her you're getting a couple looks (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of like, it's kind of a surprising choice, and it's also kind of a surprise, for her, and kind of a surprising result, too, that this didn't get more uh, attention or notoriety. Um, uh, Mr. Skin's number one nude scene of all time doesn't count? <laughs> yeah, but it's not like, at the time when this was in theaters, like, it was right. something that people were really, like, buzzing about or anything. No. Um, I mean, maybe um scarlett johansson like maybe missed her window of like when that would be most effective i i mean i I don't think i would argue that that window was 2005's (laughs) the island yeah i mean we've talked a lot at length (laughs) about (laughs) scarlett johansson in the island um yeah i mean (laughs) i think it's like effective in this film it's not really i mean she does attempt to have sex late in the film but like the the nude scenes aren't like overtly sexual no uh they're kind of um which was kind of the point right creepy yeah uh especially the first one at the very beginning of the film because the the first images you see in the film are so jarring and bizarre yeah and then you have no idea what's going on and they're in like a seemingly 
infinite looking room of like whiteness and just there's a woman who might be dead but like a tear is falling down her cheek and like i think is that woman supposed to be scarlett johansson also or just look like her she looks different like it looks like it's a different actress but but kind of the same yeah yeah i don't know uh, yeah um older version (laughs) played out version (laughs) yeah um, yeah, it's kind of unclear how much time goes on, too, from, like, the beginning of the end. It doesn't seem like a lot of time has passed right. since she first, uh, took over, but it's, it's kind of unclear, um, because there's, like, a few jumps here and there. Yeah, I mean, which kind of, we were talking about the alien thing a little bit, but that motorcycle dude who's heavily involved with the plot, but, you know, has zero speaking lines it seems like he is probably an alien as well right yeah but it's never confirmed so you just have to assume that he is because he's working with her and he also seems to have control right. over her yeah um and when she eventually goes rogue he's desperately pursuing her right and i think like i think her eventually she ends up having compassion for uh, a man that she lures back to the uh lair the nest whatever it is um the dude with the face disorder yeah they cast a a man who has a uh an actual disease or something that causes his face and head to be covered in non-cancerous tumors so you know he's she kind of um talks to him and asks him asks him questions as if like he's living a completely normal social life right and it's clear like he it he isn't because he's you know sneaking (laughs) off in the middle of the night to go to the grocery store because i mean you would um, assume i guess because he doesn't want people to see him or he doesn't have to deal with a lot of people um she's asking him questions about if he has a girlfriend or if he's ever (laughs) and it very much comes off as like dude are you fucking with me yeah like (laughs) she kind of seems like oblivious and yet like giving the same like seductive spiel spiel (laughs) yeah and i mean when we watched this we talked about um you know these these guys not just not just that guy but all of them you know when they see this house that she takes them to and how decrepit <laughs> it looks and like you're just like, like this super hot chick who's clearly looking to bang and like she takes you to this could like seemingly live on a beach for the rest of her life yet lives in this destroyed yeah abandoned um, it's it's it, you, you like your first thought would be like, well, I would definitely know something was wrong and blah blah blah. But like, <laughs> I think like the power of denial, just like wanting to believe that this is real, <laughs> yeah. that you've won the lottery, <laughs> and You're you going know, to the island. I I I would imagine that the guy with with the face issue, he on on one hand, he knows that something is wrong. Yeah, and this can't be real but like he's at this point you know so lonely and he just wants to believe that this is happening and so you know they go through the same spiel that they've gone through with all the other guys um and you know he ends up kind of 
the way they do that is like strange it's not really <laughs> yeah. clear what's happening she begins undressing the guy is pursuing her also undressing she is walking backwards he's walking towards <laughs> yeah. her usually we're given a lot of male frontal nudity right and as they're walking they start sinking into the floor which is just blackness really <laughs> yeah and uh they're in a room that's completely black there's not there's nothing else really in it and like they the, seem oblivious. The dudes are kind of doing this weird strut. <laughs> yeah, I throwing mean, they, their shoulders into it, <laughs> as, as you imitate it. Uh, yeah, they they seem oblivious to the fact that they're falling into this or walking into this. They they don't their their right. facial expressions don't change. Yeah, they don't say anything, and yet they find themselves trapped, like kind of in a liquid. But it's not like they're drowning. They don't drown in there. Right um they're just kind of suspended in this underground thing it's kind of <laughs> unclear which you know might be just you know symbolic i don't know if it's necessarily supposed to be a hundred percent like this is what's happening i don't know yeah but once she does that to the uh disfigured man uh she ends up looking in the mirror for a while which is i guess you know symbolic of her trying to understand who she is or what she is and yeah ultimately releases them right and then goes on the run <laughs> so then we have this uh you know tumor littered faced dude walking naked through a field <laughs> tumor litter faced dude um and that that kind of leads to like the second act of the film which is now uh her character is guard Joe on the loose. Yeah, she's self-aware a little bit, um, and and kind of guard Joe unchained. Kind of exploring her surroundings, uh, trying new things. Um, exploring oh, other things. Oh yeah, aw- <laughs> <laughs> uh, aware that uh, she's being pursued by the motorcycle guy, but also you know. She doesn't really know where to go or what to do, so she's kind of just wandering around. And and I think, like, at this point, the idea of the film kind of, it, it loosens up a little bit on the dread and horror element. And now we're starting to see, you know, maybe what they were intending, which is, like, this is, like, a statement about what it means to be human, what you know what it means to be a woman i mean there's a lot of different like things you can take from this whether it's like um human identity gender identity uh it's kind of you know a lot of people definitely pointed out that like when she's trapping these men it's kind of like a reverse on <laughs> rape culture <laughs> oh, boy. where it's like instead of a woman having to be afraid yeah of walking alone at night it's like the men and whatever but now that's kind of gone and now we're kind of like she obviously is aware is somewhat aware that she's different from human beings it's kind of unclear though because as we'll find out during her self-exploration <laughs> she doesn't seem clear yeah. on what's going on with her human yeah, her suit understanding <laughs> of <laughs> yeah <laughs> and what a human suit it is <laughs> right <laughs> they know how to design them <laughs> those aliens um 
Yeah, so she ends up with a guy who kind of uh, takes her in uh, without much dialogue. It's kind of an interesting relationship they have going for those that brief period because <laughs> they don't really say much Sees to each hot other. hot chick sitting on bus, seemingly sad. <laughs> yeah, and then it's just like, well, then, well okay, you live moved with me now. now. <laughs> without, much, without saying much, um, <laughs> they kind of go on a date to a castle and... Uh, carries her through a giant puddle <laughs> yeah he does some acts of chivalry <laughs> etc then yeah. you know he's looking to bone after this date understandably absolutely. so absolutely and there's a problem like he uh, he, he can't get inside of her <laughs> right <laughs> i don't know how to really put that other than he can't he work his way in there the skin <laughs> <laughs> which you know leads to her like freaking out freaking out and kind of it's kind of like that's towards the front of the bed yeah i mean that's like a weird moment in the film too because then you start to wonder well wait like because it uh, the first time you see it you don't know what's underneath her skin right you just kind of know that she's probably not human at that point yeah but this is the first time that you start to wonder it's like well is she aware Right. Of what's under the, uh, under that human skin? Like, it <laughs> and doesn't... the answer seemingly is no. Because, yeah, she's definitely freaked out um, that she doesn't... It it it, it kind of, like, there are a lot of questions that come up here. It's like, well, yeah. he's trying to have sex with her. Does she understand what sex is? Does she understand what her vagina is supposed to be for <laughs> and how it's supposed to function? Cause it's like no, yeah. <laughs> if she if 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 the alien underneath is unaware that 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 yeah, I don't know. It's 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 very confusing. Uh, her reaction to what's happening at that point, right? Which, by the way, pretty big bummer for that dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, you'd think like he'd come up with something to, you know, she's she immediately is running out of the room, or you know putting an end to the whole deal and he'd be like well all right well the vagina doesn't work let's try something else <laughs> that guy's ready to go i mean <laughs> yeah. if he was trying to get in there that means he was ready and it's just you know it's over all of a sudden yeah i mean he took her grocery shopping he let her live with him <laughs> they should have just called this movie blue balls <laughs> but uh so the final part of the film all takes place in the woods it's such like a scotland stinks like it's just <laughs> like dreary it's it, yeah it never seems like it would ever be warm there <laughs> it's just wet all the time and cold it's just ugh, and windy so she's running around in the woods and and that's what people do there they run around in the woods yeah she's just like at this point, she has no idea where to go or what to do. Um, right. And, and she encounters a guy, a logger or something in the woods, who creepily talks to her and asks her all kinds of questions. Yeah. Um, and then they kind of go separate ways. She finds this rest cabin or something <laughs> in the woods for people to just rest in while they're on hikes <laughs> and falls asleep. Only to be awakened by that same guy Ooh. who's returned that, as he's like rubbing on her and yeah. you know, basically Ooh, trying that to That is unsettling. Yeah, he's trying to like 
force his way on her while she's asleep. She runs out, runs through the woods. Eventually, dude, just so desperate for some ass that he is like, yeah. One, she, he she ends up finding his logging truck. Starts honking the horn. No one comes. He eventually appears and chases her into the woods, and then. This guy is just like hell bent on <laughs> raping her. That yeah. like to the point that yeah, like it, you said, it did occur to me. I'm like, well, I guess his his idea here is like he's gonna murder her too because I mean this is such like a an over the top violent Chase. pursuit yeah. <laughs> and everything. And like as he's trying to rip her clothes off on on the ground, uh, a piece of her human suit on her back tears, and there's obviously no blood or anything like that because the skin has fallen away and there's just black there just a black nothingness almost you know freaks the rapist out yet not enough that he would just run away and leave it alone i mean if i thought i was encountering something that was not human (laughs) i think my reaction would just be to straight just run away well, you do have some experience trying to stick your dick into things that aren't human. All right, but let's, <laughs> let's not get into that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, she, at this point, I think whatever her confusion was with the previous guy who tried, who she tried to sleep with, uh, now it's turned more into a kind of an acceptance as she kind of removes her human suit and we finally get the reveal of what's underneath and it's like a black bay <laughs> it's just a completely black like kind of human looking but yeah. not quite alien um and it's an androgynous human yeah i mean there's like uh like human characteristics but right um it's not like some weird snake or something it's like it, <laughs> that would been cool though it looks like an upright walking alien and uh the alien then holds uh the face of scarlett johansson and is looking at it and the face it's like it, they did it in a way where like it was still scarlett johansson like acting like her face like was moving and was still like an actual face it wasn't some cheesy mask at that point or anything and um the rapist comes back and throws gasoline on her and lights her on fire. Right. Saving humanity. <laughs> Credits. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a really kind of bleak ending. Um yes, this alien uh was involved with luring men to their deaths. Yeah. Think about how many future drunk dudes are no longer gonna be lured into And uh But at the same time, by that point in the film, we kind of understand that this alien has compassion and has started to see, you know, human beings as something different than just meat or whatever. I, I think the movie's kind of unclear. I think the book more or less makes it that the humans are being processed as food or something and sent back to wherever. Right. Um, but in the film, I mean, we don't really get that. We don't know, understand why she's, you know, doing this. Or why there's a whole operation of doing this, but um yeah, we also get one last look in with the motorcycle dude, who 
We'll never know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. It's kind of unclear. Yeah, that's true. He you seemed to have a sense of where she was at different times, yeah. but we don't know if that guy will ever know what happened to the alien. Or Yeah, I mean, when she released the uh, tumor face dude, he, you know, showed up <laughs> to the uh, surprise of some neighbors in that suburban neighborhood and threw that dude right in the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um Yeah, that guy's probably just like, "Oh man, I'm going to get fired." <laughs> Cuz yeah. he can't find this alien. This alien just wandering earth now. Who know doing who knows what. He lost a giant ass panda. <laughs> um So it ends on kind of a downer. Uh, you yeah. know, the alien on fire collapses into the snow. We kind of see the smoke rising. Yeah, it's like in, point of view snow. from the ground, and the snow is like falling onto the camera. Which, I guess, like the way this was filmed, obviously there's a bunch of parts with like hidden cameras and stuff. But then, the, you know, there's scenes that are actually acting where they're just using regular cameras. But I guess I don't know. At a certain point, I guess at the second half point of the movie, the the hidden camera thing's probably abandoned like altogether probably yeah. yeah but i think the guy that tries to have sex with her also didn't know he was in a movie <laughs> the entire time yeah. <laughs> um and she was wearing some weird like uh chastity belt or something <laughs> and that's why he like couldn't <laughs> um yeah it, it's a movie that it like it kind of like gets in your head a little bit or, you know, under your skin. <laughs> and it kind of stays with you a little bit after you watch it, especially the first time. Um, and there there just, like, aren't a lot of mainstream films, especially starring people, the you know, the caliber of a Scarlett Johansson that are like this. I mean, yeah, it's so odd and different. Um, I mean... There's a little bit of Terrence Malick in there. There's a little oh, bit yeah. of Stanley Kubrick in there, uh, especially with the music, which is just like kind of uh, relentless at times. And, you know, especially early. I felt like It Follows was like that a little bit, too. Yeah. Um, these art house horror films are yeah. really. <laughs> I know like some uh, film enthusiasts are, are kind of down on the art house horror, but I think like. Anything that is... Yeah, because Ouija is, you know, so much better. <laughs> anything that's, like, different. Um, anything that, you know, challenges you to think a little bit. I mean, a lot of people will see this film and think it's boring or think... Or, or n not understand it. And it's just like... <sighs> I mean... You can only preach so much until you're just like, well, it's just not for you. Well, yeah. <laughs> At a certain point, it's just like some people are never going to want to like put this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast stinks. This podcast is boring. <laughs> um, yeah, I would say this is like the under the skin of podcasts in a lot of ways. <laughs> yeah. Killer nude scene <laughs> happening right now in this room. <laughs> uh, it's like it's. It's like highly stylized. It's sexy, <laughs> but not like yeah. in a traditionally sexual way. Right. 
it's like erotic but strange uh it makes you think about a lot of different things i mean i I, i'm really a big fan of it um (laughs) well yeah i mean you're sitting right below the framed poster in the living room (laughs) uh so did we hit all of your talking points (laughs) yeah (laughs) um yeah this is like kind of a this is kind of a strange second episode. I mean, I think, but I mean, that was intentional on our part because, you know, we wanted something that was a, like a complete 180 from D2, the Mighty Ducks to show our range. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think we'll keep this episode uh, pretty short. Um, so... I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, <I'm sure. laughs> if you haven't seen the film yet, I would recommend checking it out. I mean, hopefully yeah. we, you know, <laughs> now that we've given away every last <laughs> detail of it. Right. I mean, but you could draw your own conclusions. Yeah. I, I think like, with, some, aliens. with something like this, uh, yes, you, c- there are spoilers. I mean, you can definitely spoil any movie probably, but I think with something like this, it's more about, what the movie yeah. makes you feel, what it makes you think about, uh, and you can't really yeah. spoil that. I think right. each viewer is going to have a unique uh, experience with it. Um, so anyway, uh, and who cares if she dies at the end? <laughs> <It's not important. laughs> uh, yeah. So hopefully, you know, uh, we'll get we'll get it together with uh, some social media. <laughs> Every episode is going to be the same ending. Uh, so yeah, this is uh, this has been the greatest moments in the history of forever, and uh, we'll see you next time.